0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer. After for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. For full, important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
2: Hello. Welcome to Jewel Says. I'm Julie, grandmother. I have had the privilege of being an active, hands-on grandmother for the last two weeks. And I will be grandmother until the end of this week. At least, actually with the grandchildren, which is a bonus for me. Please rate, review, share if you like this podcast, or even if you don't. If you have anything you'd like to share with me, you can email me at says at gmail.com, or you can DM me on Instagram, or you can comment on my Facebook page, Jewels says. Last week, I was at Catherine's in the UK, and she went to LA for work without the children. Not her first choice, but it's a bit of a trip for Fred, and she was going to be working the whole time anyway, so it made sense. Well, wouldn't you know, they got sick while I was with them. So it was a bit challenging. I was holding down the fort. Violet wasn't well. Fred was well until late Sunday night, and starting at around midnight, he would not sleep if I put him down. So I went the whole night Sunday just holding him and rocking him, while at the same time knowing that I will miss holding and rocking him as soon as I can't, even though I got absolutely no sleep at all. There's a reason we have children when we're young. Catherine, thankfully, booked me on a direct business class flight to Vancouver, and I was able to sleep a little bit on that flight, but I think I'm actually still a little bagged. After last week's episode, when I talked about taxis, I heard from a few people who have the same problem with the taxi drivers talking too much about religion, and also from people who get harassed on the street. In the olden days, Jehovah's Witnesses used to come and knock on your door. I don't answer my door if I'm not expecting someone, and if I look out and I don't know who you are, I just don't. Don't answer my phone either if I don't recognize the number. Nope. Nope. One of the emails I got from Elizabeth was telling me about some guy who is preaching on the street and hounding people when they pass by. He says that anyone who isn't his religion is going to hell when they die, which obviously is absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, at least if you're not stuck in a car with a person, you can walk away. I took the loveliest car to the airport, which my lovely Catherine booked for me. And the the gentleman driving knew exactly how to get there. He had a sat-nav that worked. It was great. He put my luggage in the trunk. He took it out of the trunk. He was just such a gentleman. So some of them are great. Then I took a taxi from the airport in Kelowna to Joanne's house. And that guy talked nonstop. He wasn't talking about religion. He was talking about his... Five children and where they live, and when he visited them, and how wonderful his granddaughter is. Fine, I don't mind that. But when I got to Joanne's, he backed in, so I didn't have far to go with my luggage. I thought, oh, nice touch. But then I paid him as I got out of the car. He said, the trunk's open. And I'm a bit on the short side, so I find it a bit challenging lifting a heavy case out of a trunk without dragging it against the back of the car and potentially scratching it. He at least knew how to get to Joanne's place from the airport. One of the reasons I'm in Kelowna this week in particular, you know, there are a lot of retirees in Kelowna. I'm aware of that. It's part of the demographic. It's one of the fastest growing cities in Canada, actually. It's about four-hour drive from Vancouver, half-hour flight. I went and got my nails done the other day, not far from Joanne's house. I would say at least five or six elderly men came into the nail shop while I was there to have their toenails cut, not a pedicure, to have their toenails cut, which I remember my dad used to have to go get his toenails cut. He couldn't reach his toes. He wasn't that old either, but he couldn't reach his toes. And his toenails got so hard that even if he could have reached them, I don't know, maybe he could have cut them with a garden pruner or something. I don't know. It's just amazing to me. I thought my dad was an anomaly. I guess this is part of aging. And there are a lot of really old people in Joanne's neighborhood. Anyway, the reason I'm in Kelowna this week is because it's week three of Joanne playing Al Woods in Legally Blonde, the musical. My original plan was to come to Kelowna last week with Abe, then go to L.A. to see Catherine's Mrs. Show and head home from L.A. At the time, I assumed she would have the children with her because Catherine does not leave the children for extended periods. One of the tabloids had a headline saying, Catherine Ryan enjoys quote, child-free trip to L.A. Enjoys <laughs> I guarantee you she did not enjoy being without her children. She did not enjoy knowing that Fred would not be as happy with grandmother as he is with mom and dad. But it's not fair to bring a baby on a 12-hour flight to stay in a hotel while mom is working for three or four days so the schedule was switched around so that I could be with the children in England when she was in L.A., And I felt privileged. And so before I left for this whole grandmother tour, I thought I'd take a look at the movie again. I loved that movie when it came out. So Abe and I watched it. And when Elle Woods walked into the courtroom wearing a fabulous pink dress against the backdrop of everyone else wearing black, gray neutrals, I turned to Abe and said, oh my God, I was the Elle Woods of IT. He said, yep, you were. (laughs) Because while other people wore earth tones, casual trousers or jeans, I wore heels and skirts and dresses and pantyhose, even when in the early days I was carrying PCs, monitors, printers, and sometimes crawling under desks and climbing up on ladders. And even when I was expecting my babies, most of my maternity clothes were skirts and dresses. I just never felt comfortable in trousers. I don't know why. Well, I don't. I do know why. I think they look terrible on me, but you know, now obviously I wasn't as fashionable as Elle, but my style was very feminine. I even had a pink houndstooth skirt suit, which I loved. I used to do my hair every day. Well, until I gave up about 12 years ago. Okay. I'm sure you can hear it. There's this fucking loud machine being run outside. I got to stop until... That guy takes a lunch break or something. When I'm at home, I record in my walk-in closet. So the noise level is pretty decent. Looking overtly feminine, mind you, I'm not bubbly and sweet like the Elle Woods character. Probably worked against me in IT, I think. Because I did have a hard time when I was young being taken seriously. But I wasn't going to compromise. Why should I defeminize myself? You can still be competent and look very feminine. It it shouldn't be it shouldn't even factor into anything. It shouldn't factor into the respect. When I was young, more than once, someone would sneer at me occasionally. You're such a Barbie. And I would just smile and say, "Thank you. I love Barbie." Abe and I went to a Barbie exhibit in Montreal. I genuinely do love Barbie, and he found it surprisingly interesting. He came with me because I wanted to go, and he genuinely did not expect to enjoy it at all, but he did. So if someone tries to insult you, take it as a compliment. A certain person used to say to me, you're just like your mother. Oh, do you think so? Thank you. My mother was a beautiful person. Well, I didn't agree with all of her opinions but she really was a beautiful person. People hate it when you take a comment meant to insult you as a compliment. Try it sometime. It's fun. Even just a few years ago, I was at some work event for one of my clients. I was talking to a bunch of people and one of the guys said, oh, you're in IT? I thought you were one of the marketing girls. And I was like, thanks, because I know what that means. I know this stereotype. I've seen the IT crowd. So yeah, L Woods. I'm taking my six-year-old grandson, Richard, to see Mum in Legally Blonde on Saturday. And I can't wait to see it. I've kind of been going on about it lately. He played soccer tonight. I was there to see it. And now he's staying over with his dad. So hopefully later this week, we will have an opportunity to go out into the park behind his house. And maybe play Pirate Ship, where I have to be the sea monster. Or if the sun shines, we can play Shadowland, and I will be the shadow monster. And I will not need to take dance classes or go to the gym with Richard around, because he can play those games for hours on end. I even said to him the last time I was here, I'm like, Richard, do I have to be the monster all the time? Yes, grandmother, you be the monster. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. I mean, I'm sure it won't be too many years when he has no interest in playing with his old grandmother. So monster, I will be. And I'll be here for the North American Mother's Day on Sunday. Now, when I'm in Toronto, our tradition is to celebrate Mother's Day at a restaurant called Hooters. You've probably heard of it. If you listen to Catherine, you've certainly heard her talk about it because she used to work there. It might seem odd that I, a feminist and equal rights advocate, would celebrate Mother's Day at Hooters, but let me explain. Of course, Catherine worked at Hooters before she moved to the UK. She was a trainer when the, I think it was, there was a Nottingham location opened. She made lifelong friends there. She She hosted the pageants. And Carrie worked there too when she moved to Toronto. And because my girls are hard workers, when I came to Toronto, before I actually moved there, if I wanted to spend time with them, I had to go to Hooters. I would sit at the bar or on the patio if the weather was nice and they were working the patio and sip cider and have the big Hoot salad. If Abe was with me, he'd go down the street to Burrito Boys to get a delicious vegan burrito because there's really nothing there that's particularly good for you. The reactions of different people I know when Catherine started working there were interesting. One of my cousins asked, isn't that a topless restaurant? No. And even if it was, could we please stop getting our panties knotted up about women's nipples? It, it just infuriates me when I think about Janet Jackson's career being completely derailed and people referring to her Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction as Nipplegate, it, like it's such a big deal. People getting upset about feeding babies in public. Just relax. You know, when I had my children, my mother actually said to me, "I hope you're not breastfeeding. That's barbaric." Holy shit! But that's how some people used to think of it. I'm sure some people still do. Isn't that insane? Dorothy was thrilled when I decided after three weeks, the breastfeeding wasn't working for me and I switched to formula. (sighs) I mean, I, I sometimes think that maybe if my mother hadn't had that attitude, I might have stuck it out for longer and gotten over the hurdle of what I thought were insurmountable problems.
0: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today.
2: And one of the things I was thinking about is why do people think, not everyone, why do some people think that wearing a hijab is oppressive to women, but being forced to wear a top isn't? Hmm. Just think about it. We were raised to view women's breasts as sexual, and some cultures are raised to view women's hair as sexual, and we all absorb whatever society is telling us. There are times I would love to just go out topless on a hot day, and it's legal in Ontario now, so why don't I do it? Because I have internalized the societal stigma of exposed breasts, along with the shame of aging and fat. And yet you see men out without a shirt, and a lot of them are just, I think, breasts are nicer looking than a man with patches of gray hair and sagging man boobs and a pot belly. Sorry. But it's not about what looks good. It just just bugs me that society finds man boobs somehow more acceptable than feeding your baby in public. Now, there are women, like my friend Shanaz, who wear the hijab for religious events or special events only, but some women feel uncomfortable going out in public with their hair exposed. Should we criticize that while accepting that we feel uncomfortable going out in public topless? Should we? Maybe wearing a top is a form of female oppression. But I digress. Hooters isn't a topless restaurant. The servers wear pretty much what we all wore in the 70s, a tight tank top and tight little shorts and trainers. Except in the 70s, we didn't wear a bra. No one had breast augmentation. Well, maybe some famous rich people did, but no regular people did. Breasts were au naturel. And if we did wear a bra, it wasn't structured and padded like bras are now. The bras back then were as thin as possible, For that natural look. It was a nipply time, as Abe said after he watched the 70s version of Stepford Wives. I actually used to wear tank tops that laced up the front so you had about a one inch bare strip of skin. So the Hooters uniform isn't exactly scandalous. Do those uniforms and the entire brand? objectify the servers any more than the tight little low-cut black dresses and heels they have to wear at some other restaurants? At least the Hooters staff aren't killing their feet in heels. But Julie, you might argue, they are objectifying women. Yes, yes they are. The sad reality of our society is that women are objectified. Not just at Hooters, they're objectified on TV, in film, advertising, everything. It's ubiquitous. We see it everywhere. Is it fair that you have to be pretty and young to work in those places? No, but life isn't fair. We all have assets, and for some people, one of those assets is beauty. You might as well leverage whatever you have going for you while you've got it. I mean, don't rely on your beauty, absolutely cultivate your other assets as well, because you are more than a beautiful young woman and your youth and beauty will fade while all your other assets grow in value. Understand that and use it to your advantage. So my girls worked at Hoots, not Joanne, but Carrie and Catherine. And one year after Catherine had moved to England, I was disappointed that Carrie, the only loyal daughter who stayed in Toronto with me, was on shift at Hoot's on Mother's Day. So we decided, let's celebrate at Hoot's. We thought the idea was kind of funny. Who celebrates Mother's Day at Hooters? I can tell you from experience that no one celebrates Mother's Day at Hooters. No one but us. I invited my aunt and uncle to come down to join us. They don't live too far away, and they agreed. My uncle was quite pleased about this. They had been at a party earlier that week and he got a kick out of asking the other men, so uh, what are you doing for Mother's Day? And the response would usually be something like going out for brunch or whatever people do for Mother's Day. I, for one, hated going out for brunch on Mother's Day when the children were small I had to get dressed up for work all week, cook, get groceries, do laundry, clean, everything. And the last thing I wanted to do on a Sunday morning was get dressed up, dress up the children, and go to a crowded, overpriced buffet. I felt like it was all for show for some people. Oh, look at me taking my family out for this expensive brunch, and look how adorable my beautiful little girls are. I fucking hated it. I hate wasting money, and I hate wasting food. And I don't think the children particularly enjoyed it either. If they had enjoyed it, I would have been a lot more amenable to the idea. But little kids don't usually love going to restaurants. Little kids don't usually love having to dress up. Little kids actually really love hanging around at home and playing with their toys. Also, in those days, I was chronically exhausted. So anyway, my uncle would then say... Guess what I'm doing for Mother's Day? Going to Hooters. Of course, the other men were dead jealous and wanted to know how and why. He loved it. He loved the reaction. We arrived at Hooters and were greeted with Carrie's cheerful, Welcome to Hooters! And she handed me flowers and a balloon bouquet. The weather must have been bad because the patio wasn't open, so we sat at a table inside the dining room. Well... I can tell you, unlike every other restaurant in town, which was probably jammed, and you probably had to have a reservation to get in, and the prices were probably jacked up for the day, you could shoot a cannon through Hooters. It is most definitely not a popular Mother's Day destination. I wonder if a lot of people go there for Father's Day. I'll have to ask Carrie. It's too late for me to call her now. I... I, I have trouble with time zones. Since then, we've made Hooters our Mother's Day tradition. It's an especially great day when the patio is open and the sun is shining, you're downtown, getting a little day buzz on. We've had some of the girls' friends whose mothers are out of town join us, Catherine and Violet when they were in Canada for Mother's Day, my niece and nephew. It's a great day. The first lockdown Mother's Day, Carrie and I put on our Hooters tank tops. Yes, I have a Hooters tank top. And by the way, Abe dressed as a Hooters girl for Halloween not long before we started dating. I loaned him the wig. And I have to say, he looked spectacular and enjoyed day drinking and food at my house. I'll be missing Carrie and Hoots this year, but at least I'll get to spend Mother's Day with Joanne and Richard, a rare event. There is a Legally Blonde show at 7.30 that night, so if you happen to be in the Kelowna area, if it's not sold out, maybe take your mom to see the show. I'll have Richard to myself, and then I'll be heading back home to Toronto, wrapping up the Spring 2022 Grandmother Tour on Monday. Happy North American Mother's Day to all the moms, people who have moms, love someone who's a mom, or are missing their moms. And if you're in Toronto, Hooters probably has availability. They don't have the big hoot salad anymore, but I'm sure what they do have is good. And if you're vegan, you can just go down the street to Burrito Boys and get the most delicious vegan burrito you've ever had. Thank you for listening. If you have anything you'd like to share, you can email me at jewelsays at gmail.com. Check out my Facebook page. I'm going to look for pictures of Abe dressed as a Hooters girl and you might be able to see something fun up there if I can find it and if he allows me to post it. Feel free to comment, rate, share, and have a lovely week.